The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Rivers, here comes the reverse to Tenard Davis, throwing towards the end zone. He's got a man. Touchdown, Ricky Smalling. Touchdown, Illinois. And the Illini have taken the lead. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Back to pass, throws, pass to get it, intercepted! Sean Phillips on his feet at the 30, still going 35, 40, up the left sideline, 50, 45, and out of bounds! Today, the Illini have their first Big Ten road test against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights in New Jersey. Kick on the way, plenty of distance, it is good! McLaughlin, 53 yards. Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. It's been 700 days since the Illini last won a Big Ten game. Is today the day the drought ends? Good morning. Welcome into our Fighting Illini game day coverage and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty here in our game day studios in Champaign. Yes, it's been a while since Lovey Smith and company have notched a Big Ten victory, but today seems as good an opportunity as any. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights have lost four straight games after a season-opening win over Texas State. Last Saturday, a loss to Indiana 24-17. and 24-17. The Scarlet Knights are 1-4 and four overall. Illinois lost two weeks ago to Penn State 63-24 although it was much closer for much of the game. We start with our opening drive brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events and by Warden Martin Buick GMC Service. Of course, a big question here is who will start at quarterback? There's been a lot of speculation that A.J. Bush may be back today. We should find that out before kickoff at 11 a.m. one way or another. Perhaps Lovey Smith will address that, if not sooner. This series is tied 2-2 two and two all time. The last two ball games have been with Rutgers as part of the Big Ten, and the road team has won each of the last two ball games. Illinois winning on the road two years ago, 24-7. That was Lovey Smith's first Big Ten victory as an Illini coach. And Rutgers winning the last one here largely on the ground. But this is an Illinois offense that has jumped at least 50 spots in the national rankings in rushing offense and first downs and total offense altogether. So the Illini offense improved this year. The defense obviously struggled against Penn State, particularly stopping the run. Penn State run for, ran for a lot of yards, but that was a high-caliber offense as well. But Rutgers, if they have any strength, it's running the football. It's the opening drive. We're underway here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist. In a moment, we'll go to the first word, Brian Barnhart and Scott Ritchie. And also coming up, we spotlight Bobby Roundtree, the Illini defensive end, having a standout season off and going here on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. 
The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Back with you here in our Champaign studios, our first road game of the year, true road game for the Illini. Of course, they had one up at Soldier Field in Chicago, but it is a home game against South Florida. But this one against Rutgers in New Jersey, kickoff at 11 a.m. Still to come, we'll hear from the two head coaches, Lovey Smith and Chris Ash. But time now for the first word, brought to you by Warden Martin Buick GMC and Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Brian Barnhart is... High atop highpoint.com stadium, along with Scott Ritchie from the News Gazette. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, morning. good morning. Well, let's start with the scene there. Is it a good day for football? Yeah, I think so. It's an overcast day. Uh, lights are on. Uh, the weather is, you know, I don't know, 70, 72 degrees, I think is what they're looking at for the kickoff here today. But uh, if you're a photographer, Mark Jones is our official. Uh, University of Illinois photographer. We got different, of course. Uh, Scott Ritchie knows our Gazette photographers do a great job. Sure, but, and uh, uh, the AP as well. Who's yes. shooting it for us? Yes, today. but uh, for, for that case, uh, it's perfect. They tell me they like the cloud cover for yeah. some reason. But the temperature is good, and we got a good day for football. Well, Scott, as you've been uh, scouting things down there, you know this is warm-up time usually for the players. Any indication about who will be behind center today for the Illini? Well, A.J. Bush Jr. was one of the first Illini on the field for kind of their pre-warm-up warm-ups as they, as they go. Um, you know, the specialists are always the first ones out, but you know, Bush was out there, came out you know, with Carmoni Green to get some, some early throws in, and he seems to be moving you know, pretty well. I was, you know, was watching you know, for a little bit, and he hit a, you know, a juke move into a spin, and you know, his headphones you know, flew off his head, but he grabbed them before they hit the ground. So he looks good. I just, We'll see if he's... Uh, enough you know 100% to go today against the Scarlet Knights and we assume then the headphones are okay <laughs> yeah I mean it was a, it was a great snag it, they were you know flying off his head and you know he you know, pulled them pulled them in and you know I you know, don't want to drop those you know, pretty pretty good piece of equipment there well Brian what are some of the storylines you're looking at for this ball game well I mean it both teams are looking at the other like hey this is a chance to get a Big Ten win Rutgers I think played a lot better last week against Indiana than obviously they did in any of the previous games with Kansas and Ohio State. The Ohio State game wasn't totally surprising. The Kansas game was the one that was like, well, you know, Kansas isn't very good, and they just flat out blew them out. It wasn't close. And then, of course, to come back home and lose to Buffalo, and this is not the Bulls, not the Bills, uh, in the MAC that beat them pretty soundly here. So they're a young team. They're a lot like Illinois. Um, I, I think the storyline for Illinois is uh, can they stop the run? Last year Rutgers ran it pretty much at will. And uh, Illinois obviously has not been great at times against the run. I know Lovey Smith is looking to juggle his secondary a little bit uh, with uh, some of the, the late game big plays that have happened along the way the last couple of weeks. So, But I think uh, Rod Smith's offense, Scott, you know this. I mean, the stats are way up as far as the Illinois offense. They've doubled their point production. Um, you know, I think the offense should have a good day today, I would think. Yeah, and you know, last year Illinois Rutgers had two of the worst, I think, four offenses in the country, and you know, Illinois has made strides you know, and gotten you know, much better under Rod Smith. Rutgers, maybe not so much. You know, they have a freshman quarterback of their own and Arthur Sikowski, and you know, they use their running back, Raheem Blackshear, in about every single way possible you could use a running back, and you know, especially uh, in the passing game, maybe getting some you know, high percentage chances for you know, their, their freshman quarterback who has struggled um, kind of you know, with just being aware in the pocket and you know, calm in the pocket. And, 
you know, the dump off passes, flare passes, give him a chance to maybe get some completions. But you know, the Illinois offense, even with the change in the quarterback, you know, has you know, maintained a pretty high level, and that's I think solely due to the fact the run game has been you know significantly significantly better. Well, guys, enjoy the day there in New Jersey, and uh, hopefully the Illini are coming away with a, a Big Ten victory. That's been a little bit too far and too rare of a thing for Lovey Smith so far. Yeah, well, we won here a couple of years ago, and uh, talking to Coach during the week on the show and otherwise, talking about you know where the team was a year ago when they played South Florida and how much better they looked the next time around. And Illinois needs to make that same leap because they didn't play very well last year against Rutgers in Champaign, and they need to do what the – the forward progress they made against South Florida needed to do the same thing against Rutgers today. And it would be a big win for this team because there's only a handful of guys that are still on the team that have a big win under their belt. So for a young team that's still trying to figure out you know, a way to win, this is a pretty good opportunity yep. to do so. See if we can get it done. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's okay. the first word from out there at highpoint.com stadium in Piscataway, New Jersey. Well, He's in his second season with the Illini. Bobby Roundtree is among the national and Big Ten leaders in tackles per game and passes broken up. Here's a little bit more on the six foot five defensive end from Florida. From their own 22, tied at seven. 6.04 for the half. Back to Vance McGuire being chased, and they've got him. They surround him and they sack him back at the 15 yard line. Bobby Roundtree. Coming off a huge game against Penn State that included 10 solo tackles and two sacks, Bobby Roundtree's having a standout season so far. Head coach Lovey Smith on the sophomore. Nobody works harder than him. He's just a, a disciplined, locked in, high tempo, talented player. He's been that way since he got on campus. Uh, he's the same way in the classroom. Off the field, on the field, he's relentless. And that's what you want to say about all the players, but that's what he's going to outwork his opponent always. So now it's just about him to continue to, to develop as a pass rusher, which he'll do. Roundtree has disrupted five passes, tied for best in the nation. Smith credits exceptional hand-eye coordination. Bobby is a, he'll tell you, a very good basketball player in high school. I'll say he's a good player in high school. But uh, but that is having a knack for knowing exactly when to get your hands up. And Bobby, I know, has done a good job of that. So all these things, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun watching to see how much he developed as in all phases of his game because he's still a developmental player, developmental football player in the weight room. And he's going to get strong and strong. His body is still going to change a little bit too. Playing behind Bobby Roundtree, senior linebacker Delshawn Phillips, who's also quick to point out his teammates' work ethic. Just a guy that come, come to work every day with his head down grinding, you know. You got no choice but to get better. When you come to work every day and you grind and you grind and you dig and you digging, the only way is up, and that's what I've been seeing from Bobby with his play on the field. And with those pass breakups, is Phillips hoping to benefit from a deflection by Roundtree for a pick of his own? No, I don't think I got no deflections off Bobby, none off Bobby. I need I need Bobby to put some stick on his gloves. So I'm going to turn some of them deflections into picks, you know, just let the ball stick to his hands and go that way with <laughs> I caught up with Bobby Roundtree during the bye week for his thoughts on his season and the team so far. You told me at the beginning of the year you felt confident what you're going to be able to do, and it seems like you've been able to show that so far. Yes, sir. Uh, but there's still a lot of work to do. Yeah. There's still a lot to, uh, for me to show, so I'm just keep working, keep working harder every day. Tell me what's been going well then and what needs to get better. 
the communication on defense and, um, you know, my technique, you know, uh, I can always improve on that. And, you know, my alertness for uh, where the ball is going to be, where the ball may end up, you know, uh, and just, you know, working on my hands and my feet. I hate to bring it up, but Penn State moved the ball a little bit on right. the ground against right. you guys. What went on? Uh, you know, you know, uh, we was in the game, you know, most of the game. And then, you know, at the halftime, they, they put it on us. Um, you know, I, I think it was, uh, you know, the guys were letting up. You know, uh, when things wasn't going good, you know, guys just gave up too uh, too soon. And, um, you know, the, uh, the communication, we was lacking on communication as well. So uh, I think that's where it really uh, impacted us. How has that fueled you for this week of practice, given that you have two weeks off? You know, that was embarrassing, you know, uh, them uh, beating us like that. So, you know, we just we just want to, you know, come out and do do our thing. You know, we don't we don't want to end up like last season. You know, we want to we still got a bad taste in our mouths from last season. So we want to come out and, you know, do our thing when um, when we play Rutgers. It's interesting you say embarrassing because Penn State's regarded as a pretty good team. That tells me you have a belief about yourself. Right. Yeah. You, you always got to, you know, have that that chip on your shoulder, you know. Uh, you, if you want to be the best, you gotta, you gotta think you're the best. So, you know, I just gotta, you just, just keep working and be better than what I showed last game. So last year, two and two through four ball games as well. Does this feel like a different two and two than last year? Yes, sir. Uh, this team feels different. You know, uh, you know, we, we got our boys back, um, and the, just the energy. You know, the guys. It just feel more of a, you know, a brother brotherhood. Like, like we've been there before. Like we, like, you know, we. It just like a stronger bond, I guess, like I said. Well, hey, Bobby, appreciate a little bit of your time. Best of luck. Thank you. So polite, calls me sir and everything. Thanks to Bobby Roundtree. When we come back, our keys to the game, Martin O'Donnell and Jason Davis will join us from Piscataway. Plus, we'll hear from Lovey Smith and Chris Ash. It's Fighting Illini Game Day, the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. We're headed towards kickoff between Illinois and Rutgers. We head back out to New Jersey and Piscataway where Martin O'Donnell and Jason Davis are standing by. They will be calling the game. Kickoff at 11. Former All-American lineman Martin O'Donnell and Jason Davis, former Illini fullback. Good morning to you both. Morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. You guys excited for the first true road game of the year? Absolutely. Absolutely ready to get going. Uh, Going to have a nice little college football color rush out here today. You know, all blacks versus all whites. It's going to be good. Oh, slow down. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's get into the little bit of the nitty-gritty here with Rutgers. Their strength appears to be running the football. Illinois obviously struggled with that, but again, you know, most notably against Penn State. How do these two squads match up with the running game? Yeah, I think Illinois obviously started to establish a little bit of an identity here on offense, having success running the ball, averaging about 240 a game, which is a huge improvement over last year. 
Uh, and I think, as you mentioned too, Rutgers' strength really is running the ball as well. Raheem Blackshear, their, their tailback there, does a nice job. And I think also both teams are still trying to figure out their passing game. So it should be, you know, each team is going to come in, I assume, with the same strategy. Hey, try to run the ball, and it's up to the opposing defense to stop them. Absolutely. They're asking the wrong two guys for this. I mean, an ex-offensive lineman and an ex-fullback. Of course, we want to run the ball. We want to establish dominance. We want to establish a new line of scrimmage on their side of the line of scrimmage. And with this stable of backs emerging every week and getting better every week, that's what we need to do coming out, coming out to come out fast. You know, Illinois hasn't particularly fared well in bye games historically going over several decades. Is there potential for rust after a bye? You would think that this would bode well for a team after two weeks of rest. Yeah, I mean, the bye week, two weeks of rest. Well, one thing that OD and I were talking about in pregame is the good thing about the bye is we get all the weapons back. We have we have a full arsenal of our weapons. We can, we can put our best foot forward, including our quarterbacks and our, and our running backs, obviously, and that's a great thing. But coming off the bye week, it's time to get focused, to step away from football for a couple of days and to refocus on why you do this and, and what kind of team. Um, not, not to give too many of our private conversations, but another thing OD and I talk about is this team is finally established an identity. And when you step back from the bye week, you can see what that identity is and move forward oppose your identity on the teams quickly let's uh, hear your one key to the game and your keys to the game are brought to you by hickory point bank and champagne the unlimited value of the right team a banking expert will steer you in the right direction a whole team of them will take you to your destination hickory point bank invested martin your thoughts yeah i, I think a real key here is for illinois to start fast they did a pretty good job of that uh, against Penn State came out and still some confidence and I think that's really it get back to playing football you were away for a week start fast on offense and defense just kind of roll from there Jason well I, I agree to get back off what he's saying is when you when you go off the Penn State game and you can run for that kind of success 240 yards I think, OD if you can run for that kind of success you know what kind of team you are the kind of team you can you can become and let's get out here and let's run the ball fast let's not try to trick them let's come out and be old Big Ten football Guys, enjoy the game. Thanks. Thank you. That's Martin O'Donnell and Jason Davis. You'll hear them soon. And their keys to the game brought to you by Culligan of Muhammad. Hard water, your home. Culligan of Muhammad has been treating water since 1948. Culligan is the better water company. Google Culligan of Muhammad today or call Jeremy at 217-586-2313. Next up, we hear from Lovey Smith and Chris Ash, two head coaches very much needing some wins. It's Coach's Corner, fighting a lot at game day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Welcome back to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. Illinois football in New Jersey this morning to take on Rutgers. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Clark Lindsay, where residents come first, celebrating 40 years. Also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. The Illini are seeking their first Big Ten win since November of 2016. There are a lot of positives surrounding a team rebuild, but head coach Lovey Smith says a key piece is missing. And right now, the, the one thing that can help our program is to get a win against uh, a Big Ten opponent this week. That's the best we can do right now to help our program. Everything else is kind of taking care of itself. We got a big donation to the facility. Facility, if you've seen it, the walls are coming up. So all those things are happening behind the scenes. What we need to take care of is getting a win on the football field. That's what we can do for our program. Recruiting is going well, but what, what I think what athletes want to see is improvement for us out there, and that's what we plan on doing. Offensive coordinator Rod Smith agrees that a win today would propel the program forward. Well, I think any win is important, obviously, but 
obviously a, a conference win is, would be huge. It would be a shot in the arm to these guys. Um, we all know what the record was last year, and uh, we all know what what was being said and what is said and all that type of things. But the key thing is is is, is the here and now, and what can, what can you do about tomorrow or today, today or tomorrow, to change, you know, what our perception is of our program, and you don't do it by talking. You go out and you prepare, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to prepare. We've been preparing every day, and uh, it's the next game on the schedule. It's a conference game. It's a chance for us to go up and try to get a big road win. Rutgers is one of two teams that Lovey Smith has beaten in 19 Big Ten teams as Illinois coach. In a moment, Rutgers head coach Chris Ash, whose squad is also looking for some victories. Welcome back to the Coach's Corner. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights have lost four in a row under Chris Ash, who, like Lovey Smith, is in his third season. Since putting up 35 points in the season opener at Texas State, the Scarlet Knights haven't scored more than 17 in a game, and Ash points to a key issue. Third down is an issue uh, right now. We've worked a lot of third down. We, we always do, all the way back to training or uh, spring practice and training camp. We do it each week. We're not getting the production on third down that we need. A lot of it has to, to, to stem from, you know, offensively. We're in too many third and longs. So we've got to do a better job on first and second down to get into more manageable third downs. We're allowing guys to pressure us a lot because of that, and we're having uh, issues with our pass protection uh, with some different pressures. That third down rate is about 33%, which is actually even with Illinois' rate. On the flip side, Rutgers is worst in the conference at allowing third down conversions at 44%. Defensively, we've got to get off the field. We had a lot of opportunities to stop drives and keep points from uh, being put on the board Saturday and uh, third down issues. Again, like I mentioned with the opening drive, but there were several others where uh, it'd be, you know, not having the quarterback contained uh, on a pressure, uh, our zone drop, uh, uh, somebody not dropping to the right area. Um, you know, or just not being able to get to the quarterback. There are a lot of uh, things that uh, caused us to be uh, poor on third down Saturday. we got to get it cleaned up, and we'll continue to work to, and, and uh, strive to get that done. Chris Ash and Lovey Smith have split their two previous meetings in 2016 and 17. Both also have Ohio State and Wisconsin on their coaching resumes, where they've been assistants. That's the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Also brought to you by... Headed back out to New Jersey in just a moment. Illinois and Rutgers, one of six Big Ten contests today. Also Maryland and Michigan, Northwestern and Michigan State. Iowa at Minnesota, Ohio State hosts Indiana, Wisconsin has Nebraska, Penn State, and Purdue have the buys. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after the ball game for the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. We're back out for more Fighting Illini game day coverage now in New Jersey here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations.